Happy to be here. My name is David Ebenbach, and I'm the author of eight books of fiction, poetry, and nonfiction, including my new book, How to Mars, a novel about a sort of absurd mission to Mars. This is the continuing episode of a series with David Harris Ebenbach, How to Mars. The series kicked off on episode 171. We have to decide why people are reading. Are they reading to be for entertainment? Are they reading to learn something? Are they, le- you know, there's all these different reasons. Uh, and mm-hmm. I feel like you've, 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 I'm going to, well, no, let me ask you. I'm not going to assume. Why, why do you think people read this book? What is their first thing in their head when they pick it up and say, ah, oh, I want to buy this? Yeah, well, a few things. First of all, the cover is astounding. I got to say, Elizabeth Story Atakian put this cover together and it is nice. so beautiful makes a difference. And the fact that it's bright orange red doesn't hurt either. A lot of folks are really interested in the reality TV show piece of it, right. which I will say is intermittent in the book. Because one of my theories about colonizing Mars is it's going to be super exciting for a while. And then after a while, you're going to be like, there's just a lot of red sand everywhere. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's my whole life is red sand. You know, the reality show gets canceled for a while in the book, and it's not until the pregnancy starts <laughs> that it comes back on. So oh, some people are. come into it for that, you know. The book was labeled by the Somerset County Library. Well, they said, the, the review started, it's a positive review, and it started, can't lie, this is a weird one. So I think some folks go into it because it's kind of unusual. The format is unusual. There are charts and tables in the book, pie graphs, you know, all sorts of strange things, um, bulleted lists of advice. And then, you know, the idea also of um, Kirkus Reviews said it was a poignant examination of what it means to be human. So folks who are looking for that kind of like up-close character work are probably also grabbing the book. One other weird thing is uh, there's an Australian character and Australia, the simulation of the mission happens partly in Australia in the book. And so it's getting this big readership in Australia, which is great. And if it can ever lead to me getting brought down there, uh, you know, then I will be thrilled. Uh, He has an email address, folks. We'll add add his contact information to the show notes. So Australians, make it happen. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, the other, the, I wanted to add, by the way, you know, you're the real deal. You've got the Drew Hines Literature Prize, the Juniper Prize, the, the Patricia Bibby Award. Thank you. You've got these high-end literature credentials, and now you're creating a literary sci-fi. So that's really neat. Well, thank you. And I, I will, again, I'm just going to pump Tacky on for a minute, that they, they publish really interesting stuff, stuff that you can look at as sci-fi or fantasy or literary fiction or all of the above. You know, I mean, it, it, it's interesting stuff. Now, 
you did mention you have a Netflix queue that has some healthy amount of science fiction and all, all those other things. But was there anything you had to do to prepare for this undertaking? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I read a ton of books about Mars or on Mars. You know, obviously, Ray Bradbury figures big in there. There's a short story by Ellen Clages that I love about Mars. The, um, they're certainly watching a lot of TV, like The Expanse and that vision of Mars. That was a, I actually haven't read the books yet. But the the TV, the Netflix series, but also books on the science front. That the case for Mars by Robert Zubin, Zubrin was a really important book for me to read. There was Packing for Mars by Mary Roach. It, that's just a great, funny collection of essays about what things would be like in space and um, what astronauts experience and so on. And then tons of just sort of dwelling on the web and poking around the Mars One website. I'm not a writer who loves research the way some writers do. I try to do kind of the bare minimum, but I'd say the bare minimum in this case was a lot. Hey, you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you with the headphones on who are listening to Sci-Fi Thoughts. You've been listening to the show for a while. You must be enjoying it because you keep coming back. Well, hey, help me out. Tell your friends, your family, other people who would like to listen to Sci-Fi Thoughts, give me a hand. Help me grow the show. So go ahead and right now, just send a text message, write an email, turn around and talk to the person next to you, and tell them about Sci-Fi Thoughts. They can find us via Google, or they could type in sci-fi thoughts.space. Remember, we've got some good things to tap on in the podcast show notes. If you open up your podcast player, you will see text there that you can tap on that will take you to links that are related to things we talked about in the show. How cool is that? Well, hey, if you're listening on your laptop and you downloaded this from a website, go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3 and that will show you the show notes as well. Next episode, more David Harris Ebenbach. Okay, tell us about the characters. One of the big questions about this book is who would go? You know, who would be willing to leave everything behind? 